Branch improves driver hiring and loyalty by delivering payments to drivers within seconds, anytime, any day, even nights and weekends. Ditch outdated processes and get started for free at branchapp.com. Welcome to Taking the High Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach, a modern recruiting and compliance solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. Appreciate all the positive feedback on the show. Please remember to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to listen. I'm joined today by someone who's addressing a burden that all fleets can relate to, Tom Fogarty, CEO of Best Pass. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. Oh, Jeremy, thanks for having me. Delighted to be here. Um, I'd like to focus our time today on uh, on the challenge of toll management and, and the violation process that you know fleets experience. Uh, I'll ask you to help us see the complete picture of toll costs so we can you know, properly manage them. Uh, I'd like you to share how BestPass is, is uh, positioned to help fleets with the burden of toll management. I'm hoping you could shed light on how managing toll can actually offset increased driver compensation, as well as, you know, what role it might play in recruiting and retaining drivers. And then uh, perhaps you can provide your outlook on the future of tolling with the uh, infrastructure bill. And lastly, we'll answer a question submitted uh, by a listener during our deeper dive segment. Uh, Does that all work for you? That sounds great. There's a lot in there. Where do you want to start? (laughs) Well, good question, because before we even dive into all that, I'd really like to know uh, a little bit about your background. You know, kind of if you could share, uh, you know, how did you get your start in the in the trucking industry? Yeah, it hasn't actually been that long. So, um, you know, most of my experience has been on the technology side. I'm actually a uh, a Midwestern kid. I know I don't don't look like a kid anymore, but got shipped off to the East Coast to go to college. Uh, and for the most part, other than four years living overseas, I've been in uh, the East Coast ever since. Uh, so uh, most of my career was around software and technology of different types. Uh, before coming to Best Pass, I was actually involved in the fight against financial crime and trying to keep organized criminals, terrorists, and uh, others who would do bad things if they were allowed into the financial system out of it and uh, feeling pretty good about the impact that we had on the world. And, um, you know, after I left that business and we were purchased by a much larger firm that made our investors a wonderful offer, um, I was looking for something where I could have an equal impact and feel really, really good about what we do and uh, join a growing company uh, that was really making headaches for customers go away of one sort or another. Uh, I found uh, Best Pass. I I had a call uh, inbound in terms of what I was going to do next. And I hit it off with John Andrews, our founder and and, uh, previous CEO uh, and the board of directors. And they invited me to come on board and begin this journey in trucking. So uh, a little... Uh, late in career, kind of winding around, and and now here I am, uh, helping solve the the headaches of toll management. So that's exciting because I didn't know about the organized crime part of it. And I'm no, I almost was. Uh, Tom Fogarty is your that's not your witness protection name, right? No, no. <laughs> that's the real one. Although we did have a couple uh, people that bore my same name in our database of of folks you shouldn't deal with. So it's a little embarrassing. If I- <laughs> well. Um, Let's talk about uh, toll management. I mean, first of all, getting into the industry, uh, people, you know, come, get into trucking from all walks of life, which is really exciting. And, you, you know, one thing you end up, you know, finding that uh, even though the the uh, the outreach is you know, is broad, once you get into the industry, it's so it's so tight knit and close. You build relationships that last a lifetime. And whether you've been in it for a few years or, you know, 50 years, 
I think uh, when you're all in, it, it it really embraces you right back, and uh, and and it's just it's a great industry to be in, and I'm sure you, you're experiencing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, like like many of us outside the industry, you know, didn't really quite realize the in- intricate combination of uh, skills, talents, and uh, logistics that all come together to keep our nation up and running, fed, clothes, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so I joined at a wonderful time. It was right after the business shut down uh, because of COVID and uh, sent everybody home. Uh, I joined in, in June of 2000. And that was really when uh, our customers were tasked with incredible challenges in terms of how to reposition everything they thought they knew and did into supply chain shortages, completely rework of demand. Uh, and somehow, you know, we powered through it. The industry powered through it in ways that I think nobody would have imagined uh, that it was happening. So, you know, when I found this opportunity, I thought, wow, you know, there's this great undervalued segment that has some real challenges, some real problems to solve, and I want to be a part of it. Uh, and that's how I came into toll management. And the more I learn, the more I understand just how big the challenge is. You know, if you try and manage your own toll program, you've got to register with multiple agencies. You've got to try and figure out who to call when you have a problem. You've got multiple devices in your vehicle and uh, or you've got drivers forced to stop, um, pay cash or exchange value other ways. And, and keeping track of all that, it's one thing for the folks on the road, but then the back office folks that try and make sense of everything they're getting billed for uh, and violations that come out of left field. I really feel for uh, the industry and uh, feel good about the value that we offer to our current customers, uh, which is why I feel so good about talking about what we do and taking it to a much more broader segment. Well, coming from a background of technology, I think you, you see that, again, this opportunity, you're like, what a great area to really, you know, open things up. There, there, there's so many different nuances in, in, in trucking. It's a huge industry and so many different, uh, you know, microcosms. And this is probably a great one that you recognize the, the, the opportunity before you and really um, so many fleets that probably are trying to manage it themselves. And that is got to be painful. I know as a, as, a, as a provider of software for companies to help them in, in recruiting and hiring drivers, same thing. And, and anybody who's trying to do that themselves uh, and, and not leveraging technology to, to make that far easier for them, it's, it's painful. And I feel, would you agree? I mean, obviously you started uh, right at the, you know, onset basically of, of a global pandemic. Would you agree or have you at least heard that prior to that uh, or, or since then that the, uh, that the uh, embracing of technology really accelerated uh, as a result of the pandemic? Because I certainly saw that and I don't know if that's kind of pervasive across the board. Oh, it is for sure. I think, you know, that's one of the things. And uh, we've put out a white paper in terms of, you know, how to potentially offset the challenge of recruiting drivers, which shows up in terms of additional compensation and layers like that with um, ways to improve your efficiency to help improve profits in a ways that in, in ways that, you know, aren't trying to manage um, driver compensation. Uh, and first and foremost among those, I think, is the active embrace and use of technology. Uh, to make the task a lot easier. There's so much further that we can go. If you look at the technology that's already in vehicles and the technology that's supporting the industry today versus even five years ago, uh, it has been a major sea change that's been uh, exacerbated 
by some of the uh, pressures that have been put on the industry. But it's, you know, we're still uh, not in the red zone in terms of the value that we can deliver. Uh, both best pass as we expand into greater mobility payments uh, linked to vehicles, uh, as well as the industry as a whole in terms of managing all the challenges that our customers face. Can you uh, share specifically, you know, let's specifically about best pass, you know, what, you know, how is best pass uh, best position to help fleets with the burden of, uh, of toll management? I guess the, the, you know, opportunity here to, to, to plug best pass, because I really want to know, uh, especially for the viewers, exactly what Best Pass is, how it's helping them, and then let's—I want to ask some of the challenges that that they face if they're not embracing technology in this way. Right, sure. So, um, yeah, Best Pass. I think it it starts with the driver, right? The driver doesn't have to uh, keep track of the tolls. He doesn't have to stop uh, and and pay for services or reconcile. He doesn't have to turn in the expenses on tolls and things like that. These things just flow when you're linked into a toll management provider like BestPass. Uh, BestPass is the number one in supporting uh, fleets. Uh, we have almost 2 million vehicles under management. We've got tw- over 20,000 customers. Uh, and so we know what we're doing. And, you know, in doing what we're doing, we're plugged into every toll authority of note uh, that's out there. So you can travel coast to coast using BestPass without having to worry about what technology you have, without having to worry about what's happening to the bills and things like that. So I say it starts with the drivers because uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot of the hiring uh, help wanted type ads that say this vehicle is equipped with BestPass for tolling and prepass for bypass and things like that. You know, all those take friction out of the game and make it easier for the drivers. But where we really provide major benefit to the firm, other than everybody's looking at what makes it easier for drivers and, and retention tactics around that. Um, but we actually save in the back office uh, the headache that I talked about in terms of reconciling bills understanding why I'm billed for this violation, why a transponder read over here, processing off to the side paperwork that came in for out of network type of transactions, all that goes away. And so we know that we save our customers uh, for a mid-sized fleet, you know, hundreds of hours a month in terms of reconciling this and allowing them to focus on not such back office operations, but what can they really do to move their business forward uh, and meet the challenges in other ways. You know, we have uh, independent studies that have shown that we decrease violations by over 95% from a before after best pass or, or trying to manage it on your own. Uh, the savings of, uh, of having two or three folks dedicated to a smaller size toll management program, registering vehicles and plates with all of the different uh, states and other authorities. Um, it, it really does have a tremendous ROI and. Uh, I hate to say salesy things like we don't cost much, you know, a couple bucks a, a month per vehicle. Um, but our customers confirm that they've got over 90% uh, ROI with, uh, you know, like a, a one to two month payback in, in terms of using BestPass. And, and uh, it really is gratifying when I talk to our customers because those that have been there before they adopted BestPass, and we've been here for 20 years now. So, you know, some some of them have, have had some turnover. But when I talk to a customer who's involved in the buying decision and has a good before and after picture in their minds, uh, it's the happiest customer set I've ever met. Well, and, it, and it's such a no brainer. And, and I think, you know, I know 20,000 customers and growing kind of proves that. Uh, what's interesting, though, is how with that many customers, you would expect to see far more ads highlighting that uh the advantages, you know, you're, when you're 
trying to hire a driver and you put ads out there, you want to appeal to them. And I think too often, I think they're not understanding the value that that's providing in that in, in that uh, recruiting process, the value, the attraction that a driver has knowing that, uh, you know, the trucks are on board and using, uh, and using best pass. And so that's an, that's something I would encourage, you know, especially for, for the listeners, if you're, if in your ads, that's not highlighted, it's something you definitely want to, uh, I think it'll help, but what are, what are some of the challenges in the, in the process of you're talking to a fleet and we're, you know, we've been doing it ourselves. We're fine. You know, do they really understand, you know, the, the complete picture of toll costs and, and, and the violation process? I mean, can you, can you unpack that a little bit more from, for, for, for potentially the skeptic out there? Yeah, I can. And, and I'll also say that even though we've got probably 20% market share, uh, as the largest player, um, there's still 60 to 70% of fleets are trying to manage it on their own. And I don't attribute that to confusion around the messaging. I, I think it's more folks don't know we exist. Uh, and we haven't ever really spent a whole lot of money in marketing. We're starting to get a little bit better at that, a little bit better at telling the story. But um, we frequently encounter uh, fleets that are regionally based and they try and do toll management out of each one of those regions. So it, it loses visibility when you think about um the cost of running a toll management program as compared to fuel or maintenance or, you know, other fleet costs, it's not a huge, huge dollar cost uh, compared to some of those other areas, but it is a huge human headache. And it's very easy when we get in dialogue to be able to say um, not who's in charge of toll management, but, you know, our customers, when, when first, when, when they first contact us, they, contact us because they're fed up with managing all of the different intricacies, managing the different registrations with the tolling authorities, trying to manage the bills, trying to figure out even who to call for help when they see something wrong. Uh, and so when, when we talk to prospects that haven't heard of us or haven't used us and we're able to say, you know, do you have these types of issues that you're facing and who's most concerned with those? We might get transferred to one of 10 different people uh, within the company, but each one of those has that problem front and center and we resonate and, and really are very successful. I think our win rates are over 90% of the conversations we have. We end up signing people up. <laughs> That's fantastic. Again, it kind of speaks to the value that it, that it provides. And, uh, I wish I'm sure most of those who are, who are listening, who are in any sort of sales capacity to, to have that sort of a, a conversion rate is, is, is powerful. And yet, as you said, there's still so much more opportunity out there. Um, and and what are some of the things? Just curious that you're looking at from a marketing standpoint to get you know further penetration uh, in, in the industry. Um, I know you're involved in in a variety of different industry events shows. Uh, am I going to see you more frequently at a lot of those? And, and perhaps, and what other things are you working on? You are, and we're we're also putting out um, white papers on a regular basis. So. You know, from the approach of uh, no matter who you use, you ought to take this this problem seriously because I know I know there's headaches out there that you're having. You need to know that the solution exists. And here's some white papers. So we put out four white papers in the last year, all dealing not just with toll management, you know, dealing with uh, topics like you mentioned in terms of what are the um, uh, challenges in 
and, and opportunities available in offsetting the increased cost of driver compensation for our fleets, especially as some over the road rates cool down a little bit. Um, what are, what's come out in the new infrastructure bill? And what does that mean for the future of tolling and other ways to, uh, for the, the government and quasi government agencies to get the money to keep the roads in good shape? Um, you know, all these things are industry perspectives. Uh, they cost us a little bit of money and a lot of brain power to produce. Uh, but you'll see a lot more of that because we're really trying to help solve problems uh, and make it easier for people to um, keep, keep simplicity in their business and outsource the complexity to somebody with tech, good technology that can help solve it. Well, you, uh, first of all, being an industry, you know, being a thought leader, subject matter expert, and then providing that, you know, offering that uh, insight, I think is, is super helpful. And I think it, uh, it builds, uh a foundation of, of trust and, uh, and, and, you know, people are learning. And so that's super helpful. You mentioned one of those, uh, you mentioned one about the uh, infrastructure bill and kind of the you know future of tolling. That's one of the things I certainly wanted to talk about. Can you share a little bit of, you know, give us an idea of maybe what, what was uh, in that particular white paper, knowing that we've got a recent infrastructure bill, what, what is the outlook on the, you know, the future of tolling what's in store? Right. It's interesting. You can definitely get some insights by reading through that. And everyone reads about 1.2 trillion, you know, coming out and, uh, and being invested and thinking, okay, we don't need to pay for the infrastructure anymore. So, you know, um, Uncle Sam is paying for it for us, but it's, you know, that's actually not the case because it's, it's a fraction that's going towards, uh, providing some infrastructure projects, but the upkeep and maintenance still has to be paid for. So within there, there's a series of uh, studies that are also included that sound a little bit scary if you're anti-tax, but somehow the roads have to get paid for, right? And the federal fuel tax has been uh, flat mm-hmm. at um, 18 to 24 cents per gallon, depending on gas or diesel. Uh, since 1992. So that's not going up. And in fact, with electric cars, electric vehicles, and soon uh, a level of electric trucking coming in, that's only going to put downward pressure on the amounts as inflation drives the cost up. So they're looking at things um, and there's studies that are funded in the infrastructure bill for vehicle mileage tax or uh, road usage charge or mileage-based usage fees. They're all the same thing. Uh, but study to figure out how are we going to pay for all the infrastructure through those that use it. Uh, and there were some interesting debates in terms of, I think one version came out and said, we're only going to charge this to, uh, to truckers, you know, not to, not to consumers. That wasn't popular. Uh, and that seems to, no, and that seems to have gotten back to a more rational place. Uh, and nobody wants more fees and taxes, um, for nothing, but the roads do have to be paid for. So there's some clues in there in terms of how they're going to do it. And from a technology guy, it's really exciting to look at. Uh, okay, they've got these new ways of measuring vehicle miles and, and taking snapshots over the road of, uh, of where people are driving. But then just like fuel tax, you don't want to pay fuel tax if you're paying toll. You sure don't want to pay fuel tax plus mileage based fees plus toll all for the same route. So all that's got to be reconciled and eliminated. The headaches just go up. The complexity goes up. And that gives us more of a reason for being to try and stay on the front end of that and working through the solution that makes it easy for our customers to just run the roads, get the bills and, uh, and, um, you know, keep us in business. Well, and it sounds like with, with the fuel tax not having been, you know, raised since 1992, not even pegged to inflation, which by the way, that's not a popular stance anymore. It was when inflation was really low. They're like, no, 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 no. But um, the alternative then 
it, the, the, is at least the argument for the alter, an alternative is tolling, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's which right. is obviously that's also not a a popular because um, it continues to get expensive and certainly for trucking industry and kind of to your point, they also like to at least they've made an argument to 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 uh, identify trucking as the sole you know payer of of, mm-hmm. of certain tolls and so that's right. that's that's not going to work. That's not very popular, but it's okay. and it's interesting and I appreciate you putting that out uh, as a white paper. I know there's a lot of uh, valuable information there to to glean. I do want to get to before we uh, before we've got to go. I do want to uh, get into our deeper dive question. This is a, a question about regulation and compliance, and I think specifically. Um, so it sounds like somebody who who's, who wants to be an advocate, and, you know, kind of how. So the question is, what are some areas of regulation or compliance that I can be more involved in so I can speak up and help affect change? Um, I know just from what our conversation was, we were just talking about, you know, being involved in that, you know, having a seat at the table, because when you're not at the table, you're on the, you're on the menu oftentimes. So any any thoughts on, right. on how somebody can can get more involved so that they can affect change? When it comes to regulation or compliance, I know that's a very, pretty broad or vague question. Yeah, it's usually it's a great question, but it is hugely broad. So um, the way the way to do it for sure is just take a look at what is that cause within there that you ca- you care deeply about, right? Make a quick top five things that you're concerned with. Um, do a little bit of research, and, and just you can do that on the web just to figure out um, what are those issues that I can really make a difference in myself. Uh, if given a forum. And then each of those organizations, each of those causes, each of those things that are under consideration have a body or bodies uh, that are regularly looking for and soliciting input. So we talked a little bit about the vehicle mileage tax on the East Coast. There's mileage-based usage uh, fees. West Coast is road user charges. Each of those are in pilot modes and soliciting input from uh, our fleet customers from government authorities and thing and, and the general public. And so all of those create, um, are there not only to create awareness, but to solicit input. So each of us and, and best pass is involved. And, and yes, we have lobbyists and things like that to make sure that mm-hmm. we're heard, but all of these organizations before they jump. And I think if you read about village, uh, vehicle mileage tax, even the advanced ones, uh, Oregon is an example. It'll be five years before things are actually on the road happening there. Um, I hope I'm not pouring uh, cold water on anybody's enthusiasm, but it's just a reality that there's so many constituencies and they tend to move slow. Uh, but there's lots of opportunities for input along the way. So, uh, check it out. Do a little bit of research. Uh, I'm always happy, by the way, if somebody wants to send me a, a, a question directly and get me input. These topics are fascinating. Uh, tfogarty at bestpass.com. Uh, I'll, re- I'll respond, uh, the same day to any question you've got. Well, and also, and thank you for that, by the way. And also, uh, a lot, a lot of valuable information. They can learn more about best pass at bestpass.com. Correct. Absolutely. Um, and all those white papers are there as well. You know, just, uh, before we wrap up, you, uh, you mentioned the importance of responding to those and, and keeping your finger on the pulse, you know, um, government does move slow, right? The speed of government is really, really slow, but but it does move and, and it and it requires if you want to affect change, kind of back to the to the point of the question, you gotta you gotta get involved, you gotta respond and encourage others to respond and find who else is responding that's like-minded and engage with them as well. That's you know, a lot of times I do that with the ATA and their lobbying effort. And so uh yeah, that's uh, some good good feedback. And uh, Tom, I really uh, 
appreciate you joining us today. I uh, appreciate your uh, insight and look forward to seeing you at uh, some upcoming industry events. Thanks, Jeremy. I really enjoyed it. See you soon. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the Higher Road and for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember, you can submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the higher road. Thank you.